Hi friends, welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Sophie and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. What is up you guys? Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Addison and I am the other co-host today. We are talking about rest and Sabbath with an awesome guest. Her name is Caroline. Caroline, would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi guys, my name is Caroline and I'm a junior at Baylor University. Um, I'm in Tridelt with Sophie, which is so fun. Um, I'm on the pre-PA track here. Um, I love the outdoors, meeting new people, and um, I think Sophie and Addie are just some of the coolest people I've ever met, and I'm super excited to get to talk with them today. Wow, that was so kind. We're so excited to um, talk with you today about rest, and just so excited to unpack just the entire topic. Um, So let's just start by talking about what is rest, and what does rest look like in a biblical way? Yeah. So, man, this was kind of hard to like think of the actual definition, but I think if I had to nail it down, I'd probably say rest is just ceasing from um, your work and ceasing from what drains you um, so that you can refuel and then go back and do it better. It comes in lots of different forms. You, of course, have your physical rest. Got to get those eight hours at night, Um, social rest, mental rest, and then, of course, spiritual rest. Um, And I would probably argue to say that biblical rest contains all four of them um, and because it's not just like your spiritual rest um, because God has made us very multifaceted humans and so um, all of the different areas of our life complement each other so we have to get rest in all the areas so I would say biblical rest is just ceasing from work um, in all the different areas of our life yeah that's so like encouraging to hear that a I really always say this especially in conversation with my mom I'm always like I've been like physically resting, but I still feel so tired. And I think that like, oftentimes it's really overlooked that there are multiple types of rest and that like we are created with that design and like, that's not sinful to need rest in different ways. Um, so that's like encouraging to hear that it's a universal thing and not just an Addison Wimbish kind of thing. Um, but I think it's so massive to also like identify like, okay, this rest is glorifying to the Lord and this is laziness and there's a difference. And that's like hard and really like a challenging balance to find. So if you could just talk about why it's important to rest and important to rest in a way that's honoring to the Lord, that would be super yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to rest, first of all, because we need it. <laughs> um, like, it's not just something that God tells us to do that we're like, oh, like, I guess I better like rest now because God told me to do it. Like he, there's a reason that he tells us to rest. Um, and that's something that I've just really been learning this year. Um, I'm sure like you guys, I'm just someone who goes at a million mile, miles an hour. Um, and my family's just constantly telling me to slow down and um, I don't always listen to them. And so this year have just really felt that catch up to me um, and just feeling the, just the speed that I was going at just start to like re- even affect me physically. Um And so I think rest is not just like a good idea. It's like something that we need to do to prevent us from burning out. Um, Some other cool things of like that God talks about um, of why rest is important. Um, When I was like in high school, I guess I was just reading the Old Testament or something and really just noticed how much God brings up the Sabbath um, and how big of a deal it is to him. Like if you read a few chapters in the Old Testament, like odds are it's going to come up. And so that was just really interesting to me that like, it just seemed like a really big deal to God. Um, And one of the coolest passages was actually in Leviticus, which is kind of fun because usually Leviticus isn't the funnest book to read, 
But um, this was a really big takeaway for me um, in chapter 25. Um, God's talking to the Israelites and he's talking to them about farming pretty much. Um, and he's telling them that every seven years, he wants them to take a break from, um, planting things in their land. Um, and like, really there's like scientific reasons behind it, you know? So like he had purpose in doing that kind of like I was saying earlier, like there's a reason for the command. Um, and that's to like, okay, you can't keep using the soil over and over again. You have to leave it follow or however you pronounce that word, um, every so often so that it can like regain its nutrients. Um, and so God made that command for them. But um, every seventh year, they had to not plant anything, which when you think about it is kind of crazy. Like that was their source of food, um, their source of well-being of how they they would sell their crops. And um, I mean, that'd be like us, like spending a whole year not going to the grocery store at all. Um, and so kind of like, wow, that was a really big sacrifice for them to go a whole year without planting anything. And so um, even though they needed to, um, it was really hard to, um, but God gave them a really cool reason. Um, in Leviticus 25, 21, he says, I will command my blessing on you in the sixth year so that it will produce a crop sufficient for three years. So like God was literally going to like enter in and bless these crops the sixth year. That way, when they rested the seventh year, they would have enough. Um, and so I think another reason for resting, um, and intentionally stopping from your work, um, even if like these Israelites, it needed to get done so they could be fed. Um, it's an exercise of trusting God, um, because he promises that, Hey, if you obey this command that I've given you to rest, then I'm going to bless it. I'm going to provide for you. Um, and so it's us actively saying, okay, even though I'm like my, um, desires to get this work done so I don't have to worry about it. And so I can just be on top of everything. He's saying, I want you to intentionally stop and trust me. And so I was like, man, got to like, I don't know if this is what you mean, but like, I'm believing that if I actually stop working, then you're going to like make that increase. And here he's increasing it threefold. He's not just giving them like, okay, I'll give you just enough for what you need. He's like giving them even more than what they need. So like if they work this if they plant the seventh year they're just cheating themselves like they're honestly going to end up missing out on um on crops so um i think another reason is because god just says that he blesses it um and we just have to trust him in that um and there's a cool quote i read recently um literally in this random calendar like someone gave me a christian calendar and it was talking about the sabbath and i was like just reading i was like oh wow i want to use this in the talk um but it says a regular practice of sabbath honors our limits and allows space for a deepening experience of trust in God. When we willingly release control, our inclination towards self-sufficiency is gently removed. With unclenched fists, our own striving and tending fades. As we open our hands, we entrust our lives and our world to God again each week. So just kind of like stopping working is um, forcing us to trust God that he's going to bless that. Um, so First of all, that we need it. And then second of all, that God's going to bless it and that he commands it. Yeah, definitely. I think like going off what you were saying, it was so such like a weird concept to me to think about the idea that resting is like like kind of a sacrifice or like kind of you have to work to rest in a way um, that it's not just like, OK, well, I get to go take a nap now. But it's like choosing to rest instead of doing other things, which is so tough in a world that demands you to work really hard and encourages just 
being busy and hurrying all the time but then also just in like what you were saying our selfish desire to control things I think it's so hard and so like against the grain to rest but like you're saying there you miss out on so much if you don't rest so I think it's really sad if you choose life and to do life and not rest so yeah that's awesome um the next question we have for you are can you talk about ways that you intentionally rest like what does it look like for you yeah so um this is something I started doing in high school um and it was honestly like based on that Leviticus passage I was like all right we're just gonna do this um and so I decided like okay every Sunday I'm like not gonna work in um that season of my life and my current season two was school that's my work um and so every Sunday I just like would not do school for a whole day um and I at first I was like I don't know if this will work you know like just like school is a lot and so I probably will have to cheat uh like a lot of times but like honestly it was it was so cool um and it was like not as hard as I thought it was going to be and like building that habit um now it's just like something I'm used to um, so that's the biggest thing is just stopping my work for a whole day. Um, I don't know what the magic is about a full 24 hours, but, um, that's what I've heard is just like, that's what Sabbath is intended to be is like 24 hours of like stopping the things that, um, can drain you. Um, and of course, like have to have my cheat weeks every once in a while. But the thing is like, when I have to work on a Sunday, I notice it the next day, like I'm more drained. And so it's, it's kind of cool. Like I'd, I'd rather not like, every once in a while you have to, but, um, I regret it when I have to. Um, so, um, on my Sabbath, um, things that I love to do, um, kind of going back to those different aspects of rest, um, definitely getting that physical rest. Um, when I get home from church, I sit in my bed and I watch the chosen for like 30 minutes and I take a nap. Um, and it just feels so good, um, to just like stop doing things and just like turn my brain off. Um, I'm a big power napper, so I don't really take long naps. I'm like 15 minutes max, but <laughs> it still feels really good. Um, and then something also I started doing in high school, um, kind of playing into like spiritual rest. Um, it's just kind of having like catch up with God um, and just like stopping what I'm doing and sitting in a chair for however long I need to, usually like an hour and just like talk with the Lord and be like, okay, God, like, where are we at? Kind of like an extended quiet time, but like, like, God, what am I missing? What are you trying to teach me? Um, because I just felt like I was rushing through life and like missing things that God was teaching me. And, um, and so just really like carving out that time and stopping to talk with him and then usually closing it out by like picking a verse for the week to kind of like conclude all those thoughts and stuff. Um, and then be memorizing that through the week to kind of like keep that theme going, um, of whatever he's teaching me. And that's been just so helpful. Um, and, really kind of guiding my growth, um, with the Lord, um, social rest on Sundays. Um, I'm extremely extroverted. Like it's actually kind of scary. I took a test one time and I was 98% extroverted. So, um, not a big fan of alone time, but something I learned my freshman year was that even extroverts need alone time. And even me being 98% extroverted, I need alone time. Um, I would just get to a point where I couldn't even think straight. I was just spinning all my time with people. Um, and so really carving out time to be alone, um, is really, really healthy. Um, and so Sundays I kind of try to like have at least two to three hours where I'm just in my room by myself. Um, just practically what that looks like for me, um, for introverts, it may need to be longer. Um, but that's just for me. Um, 
and kind of off that, like trying to work that into the week too, um, because our weeks can just get so busy and trying to at least have like an hour or two in your room by yourself um, in the afternoon is, is so healthy. Um, and then something that I've done a few times, but I'm not super regular about, but I think is really helpful to do on the Sabbath um, is kind of like mental rest um, and in the form of like doing something creative and something fun. Um, where you can just turn your brain off and enjoy yourself. So like if you're into music, oh, go play the piano for a little bit. Um, if you're really good at art, go paint. Um, if you like to write, write a poem or something like that. Um, something where you can just kind of like engage your creative energy and turn your brain off. Um, that's a really, really good thing to do on Sabbath. Um, so yeah, that's what like my Sabbath day usually looks like. Um, I usually have do something social um, on Sundays. Um and it's something that I'm constantly improving at too. Like definitely have my weeks where I'm like, wow, that Sabbath was just not restful. This week was one of them. I was just with people all day and just didn't really protect my time as, as well. Um, and so it's something I'm constantly improving at. But um, but yeah, that's what the Sabbath like day uh, ideally looks like for me. Um, <clears throat> and then throughout the week, just working in um, just pockets of rest Um something I was trying this semester. <laughs> Sophie always <laughs> asked me about it. I was trying to do a siesta in the afternoon. Um, wasn't quite good at that, but um, just trying along with the idea of like, um, just trying to find pockets of the day where I can just stop and think. Um, there's this really cool app that I have called Soul Space. Um, it's like those other like Christian meditation apps um, where it kind of gives you a verse to think about and kind of like calms you down. Um, but this one's free. So I really like Soul Space. Um, <laughs> so definitely go check that out. But um, like even yesterday, I just like was going throughout the whole day and could just tell I was just like anxious and wired all day. Um, and I'm going back. I wish I would have just taken a few moments to just like do some deep breathing, do soul space, just kind of like stop and think, um, because then that just kind of makes your day just go so much smoother. Um, but then one more thing that I've been doing um, this semester that has been so helpful um, has been every night, like. Um, as soon as I start getting ready for bed, I usually like to journal first, kind of get my thoughts out. And then as soon as I start like brushing my teeth and showering and stuff, um, I just say, okay, all of my thoughts from the day, all my worries, anything I could potentially get worked up over. I am like closing the door on that. I'm stopping thinking about it. And I just, the whole time getting ready for bed, I just think about God and who he is. Um, not even like trying to like figure out things that I'm confused about my faith or trying to work through and pray through stuff. I'm just like focused on who God is. Um, that's just worship. Um, and so like just starting on the beginning, like God, like you are eternal and you created all things and thinking about the different things that he literally just like spoke into existence. Um, and thinking about where he is right now, like sitting up in heaven and angels are just praising him all the time. And, um, that he's with me all the time. Um, and just like focusing my eyes on who he is um, and it's been really cool just to like slow myself down, remind me who God is, who I am not. Um, and that is such a stress reliever and such a way to like work in the Sabbath to your week. Um, it's been just like so helpful. And there've been times when I've like done it and I could like feel my heart rate, like decreasing, like as I was like praying those things. So, um, just like not even, not even like trying to pray through things and figure things out, but just like focus on who God is and working in little pockets to do that um, has been a really cool way to work in the Sabbath. So definitely I am not perfect at the Sabbath at all. And I'm still very much a um, 
busy, stressed person um, a good chunk of the time, but like these are things that have really helped me and I can um, see that God has like used in my life to help me just be better at relying on him and resting. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think the way this like episode came to fruition was because I was talking about the ruthless elimination of hurry and how convicting it is because I just am so busy and like like honestly like if I sent you guys a picture of my calendar right now I think it would send or like not y'all specifically but if I sent somebody a picture of my calendar it could have the potential to send them into cardiac arrest because it really stresses some people out but it's like every minute of every day is planned and if it doesn't go exactly how it's planned in my calendar I will go back the next day and edit it so that it matches which (laughs) it's like it works for me and it doesn't like stress me out it helps me stay focused on like where my feet are um, and be present but like something that I learned is to build in margin of like literally having like spaces throughout my day of like this is labeled rest and it's going to be rest and that's intentional and like whether it's like the 15 minute drive it takes me to get to my next place or if it's like actually I got home from class and now it's like instead of doing work right now I'm doing 30 minutes of just rest in whatever capacity like that's incredible I think when you said like towards the very beginning um, of your answer, I think maybe you said like you notice the difference between days like when you like Sabbath and when you don't weeks when you Sabbath and when you don't. That reminded me so much of how we are called like the the way that the Sabbath is designed and like the way that we are supposed to carry it out and live it out is so that like we don't work to rest. We work out of rest and that was like such a mind-boggling concept to me because I like literally all week, every week have like been so convicted of the fact that I just am like, okay, when's the next time that I'm going to rest? When's the next time I'm going to do this? But it's like, if I just rest intentionally and spend um, time like actually refueling my soul, then it's like, I won't be working to rest, but out of rest, which I think is a game changer. Um, but there's just so much that you said that's so, so helpful. And like rest is so specific to the person of like the way that Caroline rests is different than how Sophie and how I rest. And that's so okay. And so natural. And like finding that for yourself is so critical. Um, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'm just interested in seeing, cause you've been doing this for a long time now, which is incredible. Um, and Sophie, like, it's, it's obviously something that like ministers to other people's hearts a lot. And it's like something that people notice and think is really interesting. Cause like Literally the second I brought up the Sabbath, Sophie was like, my friend Caroline, you know her, she she Sabbaths every every week. And she like thought it was the coolest thing ever. And now here we are because I also think it's incredible. Um, but I'm just interested in knowing how the Lord's faithfulness through like disobedience has been evident in the past. Yeah. So um, kind of like what I said earlier is like, I can, I can feel it the next day um, that if I've taken a good Sabbath, then Monday I wake up and like, I'm excited to work. It's really cool. Um, and I'm like ready, my brain, like it's a lot of just like that physical, like taking a pause and mental, like my brain is just like ready to get back to work and ready to get back, um, with those like topics and stuff that I'm studying and just having a break. Um, it's just like so refreshing to be like, okay, I'm just taking a whole day not even thinking about it. Um, and it's really cool the way that it, um, just really like revs you up to get back into it. Um, and, um, like I said earlier, like I really didn't think it was going to work at first. I was like, man, I just like have so much work, you know, and like, how, how can I take a whole day off? Um, but like it's, it's worked. Um, 
And I mean, like that can probably be like an, an easy excuse for lots of people. Well, I can't Sabbath because I just have too much work. But I mean, being pre-PA, it's not the easiest major. I have a lot of work. Um, and so the fact that God's like still allowed me to be able to do that, even with my major has, has been really cool. And it's kind of like, okay, if I can do it, like anyone can do it. Um, and it, it does require planning though. Like it's not just like, okay, like, even though I like have all this stuff to do, I'm just like, not going to do it. Um, like in order to have a good Sabbath, you have to plan ahead. So having a good Sabbath may mean like working longer on Saturday or, um, working more throughout the week, kind of like a work hard, play hard mentality of like, okay, doing the work on the front end, that way you can rest. Um, and so it does like take planning and stuff. You can't just like neglect all your duties and that kind of thing. Um, but God like still has allowed me to be able to do it. And it's been awesome. Um, and yeah, I think just one other thing that's, um, I've really seen God use the Sabbath for is to just put me in my proper place before him. Um, that verse that says, be still and know that I'm God. First of all, just emphasizes the fact that it's so important that we know who God is, um, in relation to ourselves because when we just are doing all the time and we're working all the time, we just get into this um, tunnel vision mindset that um, our work is the only thing that matters and our efforts are the only thing that matters um, when really like we have a heavenly father who's just so much bigger than us and doing so much that we can't see. Um, and when we forget that, we're just going to get so burnt out because um, our efforts are just never going to be enough to do the work that we need to do. Um, so being still and knowing that he is God first, like we have to like know who God is, but in order to know who he is, we have to be still, like we have to stop and we're not going to, um, come to that place of, of rest and knowing who God is by running around all the time and throwing a quick prayer in every once in a while. And um, we have to take that time. And there's a book that I read by Louis Giglio, um, called I am not, but I know I am. Um, and it's really cool book. I highly recommend reading it. Um, but he has a few chapters on the Sabbath and I wanted to read a few quotes from that. Um, he says, Sabbath is not so much about a day off as it is a day up a day to remember that he is God and we are not without Sabbath. We forget who we are and lose sight of who he is, leaving us to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. When there's no Sabbath in our lives, we become intoxicated by the lie that the sum of our lives depends on our effort alone. We get to the place where we truly believe that the outcome of the story fully depends on us. But in truth, we are tiny, limited beings. Our biggest and best efforts still accomplish far less than what God can do in us, through us, or without us in one breath. Um, and so kind of like what I was saying earlier, just like taking those moments to be like, okay, God, who are you? Like you created this whole world, like just by speaking into existence, um, just like taking that time. Um, it's been so helpful to just bring me to so much more peace because I am just such a striver and I put so much weight in what I do. And I stress all the time about what I'm like not doing for the kingdom and, oh, I'm not reaching enough people. I'm not living perfectly. Um, and so really stopping and saying, okay, God, this is your mission. And this is your work that you're going to do through me um, has just been so helpful and brought so much peace to my life. And that's how it's originally intended. Um, and then he had one more quote that I wanted to read. Um, 
he said, Sabbath rest is about a state of mind, a deep seated belief that God is the creator and sustainer of all things, an acknowledgement that he is sufficient and that he can be trusted. Because one of the symptoms of sin is short-term memory loss, we quickly forget that he set in motion the entire universe before we arrived on the scene. We need to get our memories corrected and our trust renewed by stopping long enough to remember that his name is I am and our names are I am not. So yeah, those are the biggest uh, things that I've just seen um, God use the Sabbath for in my life and just um, bring me so much peace and putting me in my proper place. Um, and also just helping me do my work so much more productively, um, because I'm, because I'm rested and, um, ready to go. Yeah, definitely. That's some good stuff right there. Um, man, resting is awesome. Um, I feel like I've learned so much from you, Caroline, just learning what it looks like to rest. And, um, thank you for sharing. Um, do you mind praying us out? I would love to. (laughs) Let's do it. Dear Lord, thank you so much much just for this day um and just how big and great you are father uh you created everything around us and you are so powerful lord um and you love us so much and you're with us in every moment um no matter how many times we fail and don't serve you correctly god you just bring us back every time i thank you so much for sophie and addison and um just the incredible work they're doing and the truth that they are intentionally sharing with other people Um, I just thank you so much for just the love that you've given them for others. And um, Lord, I just pray that these words would be encouraging to other people and maybe they would take one or two things and um, apply them to their own lives. And God, I pray just for all of us that um, we would just snap out of these mindsets that um, that we're in control um, and just the exhaustion that that leads to God. And would you bring us into your rest of being still and knowing that you are God and that in everything um, Father, you are working, um, you're behind the scenes and you're using us, God, um, and you're providing for us all our needs. Um, and we just trust you, God, help us to have the discipline to stop working so that we can trust you um, and just obey your commands and let you bless us in the way that um, you want to. And uh, Lord, we love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Caroline, thank you so much for joining us. I feel like I just learned so much um, and just am encouraged. and what an honor and a joy um we love you guys thank you guys so much for listening um if you want you can follow our instagram at our heart surrendered we also have an email that's our heart surrendered at gmail.com feel free to leave a rating and review if you'd like but i think that about covers it um we love you guys a lot thank you guys so much for listening and let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week <laughs>